Do you know one of the most common things I hear my listeners and members of my programs say as already successful entrepreneurs, they feel split in two. That is such a tough feeling to navigate, definitely one I can resonate with, being ambitious and excited to pursue your dreams in business, but also feeling this pull to your family. And how can you ever be enough to lead in two separate worlds? You can't. You can't be all in in two different worlds at the same time. So what does that mean then? Does it mean that you can't be an incredibly successful entrepreneur in the same season that you are a present parent? Not just present parent, but raising incredibly well-adjusted, happy, thriving children? Well, there's a secret that not a lot of people know, and because most people don't know it, it's leading to burnout, feelings of inadequacy and comparison, and keeping them from feeling fulfillment despite their successes. And it's something I learned as a young girl witnessing my mom, my dad, my grandparents, aunts and uncles in entrepreneurship. And I want to share it with you today because it's going to change not just your business, not just your family life, but it changes how you live. It's going to take a pressure off of you that's all too common in the world of entrepreneurship, and it's going to open up space and possibility that you dream about but think is too far away because of the demand that comes with feeling split in two. So if you're ready to breathe that sigh of relief and step into a new way of living and operation, let's get to it. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. Over the last two years, we've surveyed many of you and our followers and our client base, which is primarily made up of entrepreneurs who are also called to raise a family. Not everybody, but many of them. And we asked you, them, what your biggest pain or your biggest struggle was. And time and time again, we saw the same two phrases come back on these forms. Split in two, spread too thin. Split in two, spread too thin. That is how people describe the feeling being called to entrepreneurship while also feeling really, really compelled to do an incredible job in their home, to raise their kids well, to raise leaders. In going a little deeper, nearly all of these entrepreneurs and small business owners subscribe to this common school of thought that the way you find success in multiple areas of your life is to compartmentalize it. You've heard some version of this you're supposed to put your you hat on in the morning as you do your morning routine so that you can fill your cup and get ready before the kids come storming up the stairs in a tornado of chaos. Then we got to throw that parent hat on before we shuffle them off to school. But quick, 
switch back to that business hat because you're an entrepreneur now and you have to sit down and try and cram as much as possible into this window that you have dedicated for work before the kids get back home and you throw the parent hat back on and hopefully you squeeze some time in to dust off the old spouse hat some point later in the day when you're too tired for anything, mindlessly watching TV together before one of you drifts off before the opening credits are even done and you get the idea. I've even seen well-known leaders and coaches give different examples of how they do this. I've seen someone say they literally have a different bracelet, a different color bracelet that they put on at these different points and they have a different persona that they bring to the table when they're sitting and they're working and they're boss momming and then they have a different one when they're actually momming. And this idea that you are multiple people, and I don't know about you, but I'm not into trying to perpetuate and create a multi-personality situation. And I get it because I'm still paying for it, paying for living just like I just described with the aftershock even years later of walking through burnout and adrenal crash from a few years back. I'm still paying for it now and trying to come up out of it. And this is not something that is just happening by chance. It's being taught. There are so many conversations around having boundaries and blocking your calendar to only focus on the one thing, right, business or family, and that can be really powerful. I use time blocking too, but used with the mindset that you are stepping in and out of different worlds, it can be so disheartening and so much pressure when it doesn't feel like there's enough hours in the freaking day to do it all, let alone do it really well. And I know you're different. I know you are like me. It is not good enough to be good enough. It's not... going to work for you and it's not going to cut it for you to build a pretty good business and raise kind of decent kids. That sounds like a form of torture to you. You are ambitious and you are hungry and you desperately want to feel that feeling of peace and contentment, but you don't want it to be at the expense of progress and possibility, right? You love the idea of being a present parent, but you don't want to trade in your career to do that. So how does it all work? How do you show up boldly and powerfully in both worlds? You don't. Because those that try to live successfully in two different worlds, business and family, will forever be splitting their time between two different worlds, split in two. But what if it could be so different? This feeling of harmony, like you let go of this notion that you have your feet in two different lands and instead you conquer just one, the one where you are you. You live by one set of values, not a set for your company and another for your family. You create spaces and opportunities for entrepreneurship and family to support and work together, right? You stop trying to draw hard lines between your work and your kids. Boundaries are good, but they can also be walls that limit possibility. You don't set a vision in your business alone, like my dreams, and one in your family. There's one vision where everything and everyone works together to achieve it as a team. You don't have your personal dreams that you work tirelessly for in the business and then another dream as a parent or with your family, you have aligned dreams together, right? There's this plague of selfishness in entrepreneurship where everybody's creating their own personal vision board 
and they're out in their own personal pursuit, not thinking about the wake behind them when they pursue something without taking into account that they are different. They are not just a solo, single entrepreneur. They are also the leader within a family, a family that they are bringing along for this journey, even if they haven't been conscious of the fact that in saying yes to entrepreneurship, they said yes for their family. So how about they come together as a team instead of coming up with their own personal dream and vision, and this is for mom or this is for dad, what is the right thing for the family? And you are you, right? You don't have to be two different people. And this is not me telling you, you have to give up your dreams, but don't separate them from the people that you're bringing along for this ride. Okay, so let's take the pressure off. Let's uncap that possibility and let's do it differently. Reject the ideal that you have to wear multiple hats. Hindsight is always 2020. I am in my 30s, and it's just really registering to the level that it should of how much my upbringing and growing up with small business owners as parents and many other people who led me in my life, grandparents, aunts and uncles, how deeply it affected my life, my worldview, my values. Uh, my vision of the world, my vision of myself, and of what I saw was possible. I know I talk about my mom a lot, but when I really think about it, she is such an incredible example in what it means to be you leading in business and at home, right? Not having to be these two different people. And it was such a gift to me, and so many of my life lessons were learned sitting around the conference table in my mom's office as I did my homework and witnessed her work ethic. Or going along with my dad, he's a real estate appraiser, to see these homes and watch how he kept copious notes. And he was so detail-oriented. And he was the best in the business because of how he paid attention and he did everything with such care. When I could go to my grandfather's law office and watch how he treated people, how he led with love no matter what he was doing or whom he was serving, right? All of these things, if those were kept from me because they made the decision, oh, Elizabeth's too little or that's family, come five o'clock, I'll go check back in with her and not bringing me into the fray of what it looks like to be a small business family, to be an entrepreneurial family and to learn these values and to learn the gift of sacrifice and hard work and what it means to have a vision and work towards it. I remember the early years when I was really little and my parents were just getting their businesses off the ground when we didn't have too much. I mean, we weren't poor, but we weren't living this luxurious life. And then I remember that they would work hard towards something and save up for it and plan for it. My mom's a CPA, so she's always, you know, looking at the numbers and making sure it fits. And then one year they were able to put a pool in at our house. And it was a huge deal. And it was such an awesome thing. But I didn't just see a pool get put in. I saw the years of hard work and planning and effort and the correlation and the direct connection between their business and what that brought to our family. Now, in especially in the world of online entrepreneurship, there's so much less of that. We lock ourselves away behind closed doors and we don't give our kids the gift of knowing what they are a part of because they are a part of it. 
We compartmentalize it, we lock them out, and we think we're doing them a favor instead of helping them see that they're a part of something different. I say this a lot. You didn't choose entrepreneurship, right? It chose you, but you said yes. And in saying yes to it, you said yes to a different life for your children, for your family. So how is it fair to do that, but then to block them out of the vision and the dream and the process and the learnings and the struggles and the beauty and the sacrifice and all the things that come with being an entrepreneur? My mom gave me such a gift in letting me be a partner in that process. I obviously wasn't doing people's taxes for them, but she was allowing me to witness her development and her growth in leadership, how she treated her employees, how she showed up for family despite the fact that she was running a business. All these pieces were such a treasure that have really molded so much of who I am today. So everything shifted. And we don't think a lot of this because most of us weren't around during this era, during the Industrial Revolution. Before that, the hub was at home. So work and family and different elements of life, it was all from the home. Kids were schooled at home. Families ate together at home. Kids played at home. They also witnessed their parents' work at home. Many people were farmers, right? So the the kids got to see their mother and father working hard for that family. And many times those kids were involved in that work and learning those skills and learning those values from a really young age. And then the Industrial Revolution comes along and starts splitting up the family. It was an attack on the family. It separated the family, where dads then went off to work in the factories and moms stayed home and took care of the household and kids went off to a school all day. And the family was divided. And those kids stopped witnessing the gift of hard work, of labor, of fruitfulness, putting something in and then getting something out. And instead, they were, they were put in these schools where for generations now, kids are being taught what to think, not how to think, not being taught hard work, not being taught life skills that matter, not being taught about the possibility of small business and entrepreneurship. They're bred and fed a system that is designed to keep the family separated. But you are an entrepreneur, whether you work physically out of your home or you work out of a different location or you travel, There are so many opportunities for you to teach and gift your children the values that come with being an entrepreneurial family, of being a team, a founder family. That's what we call it, a founder family. You founded a business and you lead as a family and you are a team. You are not all separate people going for your own separate goals. You're working together. So where can you start? I want to support you in the how. I don't want to just talk hypotheticals. So how do you go from this kind of broken down degradation of the family where everything's split up and there are strict boundaries and the kids don't get the benefit to really becoming a founder family? The first is coming together as a family, right? You guys know I'm obsessed with our true north. It is a workbook that was born out of necessity. 
that was born out of this feeling of being split in two as a family, where my husband and I were sitting down saying, we're so hurried, we're so spread thin, we're so compartmentalized, what can we do? And we started chipping away at, what can we do? How can we come together? How can it not just be my dreams over here and everything else over here? How can it be unified and purposeful where it supports us both in the business that we're growing, but also the family that we're growing, the family that we're raising up, hopefully, into these incredible leaders who go on to make their purposeful impact in the world. This process is going to help you really peel back the layers on the how. Okay, so go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. This is a free gift that we want to gift you for you in the sake of your family and your children and your possibility. So it's luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. That's the first piece of the process because it's going to get you crystal clear, like ultimate clarity in your values that you bring into both your business and your family, your priorities in this season, the vision for your future together as a founder family. So Go do this exercise because you'll go into the rest of this process with ultimate clarity. The next piece is having boundaries around the things that would take you out of integrity with those values you did in the true north. They would take you out of integrity for what you stand for and for who you want to be, right? So cell phones are a good example of that. So have good, strong boundaries around those things. They can be such a tool for good, but they can be such an evil in families. Even in business, such a distraction pulls us away from our real purpose. So that's something that I strongly encourage really strong boundaries around. When you are done with work for the day, that thing should stay in the office. Don't let it be a distraction. Be as neurotic as me where you had to ask for a house phone as a gift so your immediate family could reach you if there was an emergency so that you could put your cell phone away. I didn't want it because I don't have the strength and the willpower to see it on the counter and not go over to it. But be open with your boundaries to your family experiencing and seeing you in your mission. Maybe your kids are young like mine and they're not working for you or with you, right? Maybe your spouse isn't even directly involved in the business. But by closing yourself away and not communicating the process and the effort, not giving your children the gift of seeing their parent working towards a mission for the betterment of that family is doing them a massive disservice. So open those boundaries around that. I'm not saying your kids have to sit by you and shadow you all day, but there are opportunities to bring them into the fray. One other way to bring them into the fray and to open up the discussion as a family is to break bread over the vision and the process. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, we come to the end of our day with our stressors, right? They they carry with us as we go. And then we sit down and we have dinner And the kids witness us kind of complaining or just venting very naturally, not doing anything wrong necessarily about those stressors. But what if instead you could talk about the stressors, but you talked about it from an angle of problem solving and bring them into the discussion and see what ideas they might have or what your spouse might have, something that you can't see because you're in the weeds of the stress of it all. Or talk more about the vision of what this business can become and its true mission and how they're directly playing a role in it, even if they're not directly working within it. And the process. How can you teach lessons each night around the dinner table as you come together as a family as to what you learned or what you had to do today that maybe you haven't had to do before or a skill you had to develop or that you're going to develop? Things that 
can support them in their growth as well. Okay, the next thing is embracing your true identity. You are not an entrepreneur who is also a parent split between these two worlds. You are a founder family, period. You are in this together, whether you like it or not. It's a team effort, effort, no matter what the roles may look like. I grew up proud to be raised by small business owners. I learned so many of those life lessons, so precious by witnessing my parents and my grandparents and many of my aunts and uncles in business. My life was different than the other kids. And I knew it. Some great ways, some tougher ways. Great ways like my mom could be present because she had flexibility. Tough ways because there were seasons where she was really busy and the village had to step in and support. But what a gift. I was also raised by my grandparents in big part because they supported during those busy seasons in big ways and their wisdom and their brilliance was such a huge part of my life. For us, we didn't take those long, expensive vacations weeks away because it was too hard for my parents to leave their business for weeks at a time. But we would take frequent weekends away into the city and go to Boston for a long weekend and go eat in the North End and go to a Red Sox game or just go to the park and enjoy a weekend. And that became something special for us. We strengthened that village. Our extended family There were no lines between our nuclear family and our extended family. We became one, and it was such an incredible upbringing because of it. Sometimes work would come home, and I would see the effort that went in. So I'd be sitting there doing my homework as my parents did some of their paperwork. My parents couldn't always check out at 5 p.m. like the other kids' parents, but they made it to what was important, and they always showed up for us. I wanted to go home and plop on the couch like other kids and watch TV, but sometimes I had to go to their office after school because that's where they were going to be. But I got to be a part of the helping in the process in the business, and I learned so much because of it. So I knew I wasn't like the other kids because my parents said yes to entrepreneurship. They were aware that they were bringing us along for the journey, and because of that, our identity was not Oh, mom's a mom, but she also runs a business over here. We were a founder family in it together with a mission that we were connected on. And the final piece, if you're feeling like, man, this is feels like a tall order. Like this is maybe my kids are at ages where did I miss the boat? Is it going to be too hard to bring them into the fray? Or uh, are my kids too young? Or do I just not know how to do this? Well, we thought about that and we thought, What would be the most powerful way to support families in integrating their two callings, right? Their callings of business and raising leaders or raising their family well. And we put our heads together and we came up with what we think will be one of the most powerful ways to do it. If you listened to episode 63, we officially gave the big reveal of Camp Luminary. It's the first of its kind and is specifically designed just for this, to help you step into becoming a true founder family. What does that look like? How do you lean into the resources and the tools and the stories of others who have figured out how to do it and are living their most fulfilled, profitable, blessed lives as a family? Well, Camp Luminary is coming this summer with limited spaces, and it's the first camp ever to welcome entrepreneurial families, entrepreneurs and small business owners and their spouse and their children, and bring them into the fray where we're going to have incredible guest speakers, 
and presenters supporting both the entrepreneurs and scaling and growing their businesses so they do have more freedom of time and more possibility, giving them the resources and the tools to raise leaders, and then supporting the little luminaries who range in age, school age, right? So all the way from my son's age, who's in first grade, up through high school, giving them the tools and resources to step into entrepreneurship and to learn about leadership and to get something that they're passionate about off the ground, and to really understand what they're a part of as a founder family, that they are going to step into this new identity with you, and you will come out with this transformation and this harmony and this integration that you could have only ever dreamed of before, something that will leave a ripple effect and an impact for generations. This is not, hey, come get away and reconnect for a couple days. This is Yes, recharge, reconnect as a family, but walk away with the blueprint of exactly what you need to live your life completely differently as a family going forward. A perspective that you cannot give to your kids because it's too close to the vest and that they cannot give to you because it's the same. They're going to hear it from others and really solidify what it means to be a part of a mission with you. So head on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash camp. And get on that wait list because when the doors open to it, they will close likely the same day because we have such limited space available. This is an investment in your family, in your children, in your business, and in your future. So luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash camp. So those are the ways that I'm challenging you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as someone who's also raising children to stop splitting yourself in multiple worlds and step into the one you, the one leader, the one life that you're called to and lead well. Thank you so much for listening in. This was a special episode. Make sure you go get on that camp wait list. And if this spoke to you, can you do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it? Trying to get this message out in front of more spread thin, stressed out, hurried entrepreneurs who are just feeling that pressure and helping them alleviate it and breathe that sigh of relief like I hope that you are too. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss amazing things that are coming down the pike and leave us a review. That would be cool. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.